the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Makes his big run here in just a week. He'll be launching and doing his thing. So uh, be aware. I hope you've been good. I'd hate to see you with a bunch of coal when you wake up Christmas morning. I feel like yesterday was December 4th and now it's December 17th. It's I gone know. really it fast. Fa- yeah. That's because, hey, you looked in the mirror this morning. You're not, you're not the young kid that you used to be. Neither am I by a long shot. And, uh, you know, it just goes quick now. We got all kinds of responsibilities. You can't just be sitting around and fantasizing about a big old fat guy with a red suit with a a sleigh and 12 tiny reindeer. One with a red nose in the front. You know, just can't do that. It's something to keep in mind. I don't want to ruin everybody's day, but I was just doing some calculations on my... um, my calculator here on my phone and if you go by the national average you just said that gas from year to year is a dollar 12 more a gallon all right so i was just sitting here and, and figuring it out and i typically i fill up three times a week and i put about 13 gallons of gas in my car each time i fill up so i was sitting here I shouldn't do these things. I, I bum myself out. Uh, I take 13 gallons times a dollar twelve, let's say. Okay, and that equals out to fourteen dollars and fifty six cents a fill up. Okay, and I do it four times or three times a week. So I take that times three, and that's forty three dollars and sixty eight cents additional dollars. Because of inflation uh, for my gas prices. And and then I take that times four for the month. And now we're up to $174.72. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't look at that as low. That's, that, that'll, that'll make a dent in whether I go to the movie a couple of times during the course of the week. And then you take that times 12 for 12 months and it's $2,096.64. So if gas stays where it's at and doesn't go up more and it looks like it's going to go up some more now as I've been watching oil prices from the stock market, uh, $2,096.64. I'm going to tell you right now that pays for my grandkids Christmas you know, when I buy their Christmas gifts and stuff, and probably my kids' Christmas from uh, mom and dad. That's what inflation does to you. That's that's an honest-to-God look at, you look at what you're paying out extra 
every year. This just in gasoline. Add in that when you go to the grocery store, you're paying for those additional gas prices again to get your uh, your produce and everything else delivered to the store. They add their extra uh, amount uh, that they're charging you to pay, make up for the money they're losing because the gas prices or the diesel prices in that case are higher. And you just keep going down, just keep going through the system. I read the other day that the average consumer just in heating their homes and air conditioning their homes over a course of a year and buying their groceries and uh, going to this you know to out to eat maybe once a month instead of once a week when you start looking at how fast inflation starts eating into your budget and the bottom line is um, a lot of money being spent on items that you must have and leaves less money for the things that you want to do so um, don't let anybody tell you that inflation does not impact your life it does all you, it, all you gotta do is look at numbers numbers don't lie to you just do some you know adding subtracting and addition and you can get kind of an idea about how much money you're extra money that you're paying i mean just an energy man i'm over two thousand dollars more a year ow ow and they're looking at heating oil in the east at being 40 percent more to heat your home this year that's going to be a, a killer for a lot of people and you know what happens is when you look at inflation in inflation really does impact the people that can afford it the least uh the bottom end of the wage scale uh, the people that maybe don't have a marketable skill uh, you're looking at expenses that's what you're looking at you're looking at things you're going to cost you just a heck of a lot more now robert robert just walked in so uh he's going to clean up his side of the <laughs> of the table while he's doing that I'm going to I'm going to remind you about uh, 3000 Cavanaugh Boulevard. That's a special address and you're a week away from Christmas Eve. Have you gotten your significant other their Christmas gift yet? And you're and you're thinking about yeah, I, I really want to get her or him something sparkly. And I can just tell you that the place you should go is 3000 Cavenue uh, Boulevard, and that is Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. Uh, Eric Coleman has a full line of different brands of uh, jewelry that you can check out, and you can pick up something uh, right out of the case, and they've got those special ornaments to give away now and, and all the rest. So take advantage of, the, of that. You get two gifts for the price of one. Or three for the price of two, however you look at it. And uh, Chris will be happy to uh, show you the wares he's got in his cases because he's got really some beautiful, beautiful stuff uh, that you can purchase. I got, I told you I got my stud earrings for my significant other, and I'm going to go back over and buy 
a uh, paperclip uh, necklace for her. And she know. I think she's figured out the stud earrings. So uh, I, I want to put something under the tree that she doesn't know what's coming. And just like catch her off guard. It's hard to catch my Here's why it's hard. We both can see the checking account. All right. So it's really <laughs> it's hard to, to sneak it in. But anyway, I'm going to try to sneak in and get something and uh, and, and make it happen. If you do it uh, over at uh, Hillcrest Designer Jewelry, 20% off. All you got to do is say, hey, Dave Ellswick sent me. And uh, then look around the store and see if he's got any additional percents off on his wares. That's Eric Coleman over at Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. If you'd like to sit down with him privately, talk about something special you want to have made, 501-246-3655 is the number. They open at 10 Monday through Saturday at Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. Back with you. I'm talking about uh, they've got a Neil Young channel going on 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 uh, uh, Sirius Radio right now. I'm a huge Neil Young fan. Now you got to decide which Neil Young you want to listen to. Do you want to listen to the the country Americana Neil Young, or do you want to listen to the electric? Neil Young, and I'm a I'm an electric Neil Young. I mean, you know the whole thing of rock and roll and in, in the free world and all of that kind Does of stuff. Does he play Leonard Skinner? That's what I listen to. <laughs> they need to have a Leonard Skinner channel, man. I mean, what they got one original member of that group, and they still tour as Leonard Skinner. Yeah, Ronnie's been gone forever no, since no. the seventies. They got a good documentary on them. Netflix. Did you see that one? Yeah. That was awesome. Well, there's a reason I knew I liked them. And I saw that and I was like, I even like them more. Yeah. I I, I never thought about Ronnie Van Sant and how he wrote music. Right. But how he spoke truthfully in his right. songs. Yeah. And he he's good, man. He really well, he's wrote a good. Old good. Southern boy didn't take no crap. Well, you're right. But he, he spoke what he thought. There's one thing that I yep. did not know. Alabama, okay, the song, yeah, okay, you know, you know, and Alabama had a governor, right, ooh, 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 right, yeah, that's not what they're saying. Said in Alabama we had a governor, boo, boo, boo. Oh, they never were pro Wallace. Oh, never, you know, and they started talking uh-huh. about Nixon. You know, does your conscience bother you? Tell yeah. me true. Yeah, well, it was a good. It's a good Netflix that's a, show. Good time, I like the documentaries. I yeah. watched a lot of documentaries. It took them. It took them almost two hours, Robert, to get through the whole story of Freebird. Yeah, because it's big story to to tell about how that and song it was turned came down together. by all the major records. All of them. All Every of them. one of them. Yeah, they used to go out to this swamp house where they were away from everything, and they'd show up there. The three guitarists and all that, because they known as the Guitar Army. Yeah. And would practice, 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 practice. Yeah. And who was it that said when he went out to work with them the first time was amazed at how professional they were? He thought they were just a bunch of There was a couple. A bunch of there hicks. was a couple. Just, there was a couple. But one, one guy, was he. I got towed up by the mosquitoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the skeeters got it, man. There's no doubt about it. Because they were out in the middle of the... Yeah. So, and they said that they had a baseball bat. Right. And it was there to beat 
the water moccasins away from the door. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, laugh. man, they were in it. Yeah, they they were out there in, 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 the, in the boonies, man. It was hot. It's not, and, but they wrote some of their greatest music there. Yeah, they did. Because they didn't have anything else to do except that's write right. great music. That's right. And that's what they wanted to do. When they got really, really big, I mean, they showed the pictures from when they started, and they'd have 20 people in some little hole-in-the-wall club. Yeah. To the very end, where they were selling out stadiums of 60,000, 70,000 people. great images. Yeah, they really, really were. And uh, they were having trouble coming up with new material because they weren't getting back to that place in the swamp. That's right. You know, and but reading about the crash, such a terrible thing. It killed Ronnie and, and what, four, mem- four other members of the yeah, group. Yeah, it was terrible. But Actually, they had all the warnings in the world not to get on that damn plane. Man, I don't know what the deal what with that is. Eh? Well, maintenance things problems. like they were flying yeah. from the place they had flew from yeah. to to where they were to get ready to fly down to, I think they were going to New Orleans. The The plane kept misfiring while they were in air. Oh, yeah. You would hear the engine trying to Sputter. stop. Yeah. And I'm saying... You wouldn't have got me back on that plane. That wouldn't happen. And a lot of a lot of them didn't want to get back on the plane. And Ronnie says, "Get back on the plane. We yeah. got a gig to do tomorrow." Right. You know, wrong decision that time, Ronnie. Yeah. Wrong decision. But uh, you know, is it does it not surprise you that they haven't, for better words, commercialized that spot where they crashed? I, I don't know. You know, I was wondering if I could get to it. Where yeah, is you that? can get to it. I mean, they've got a plaque there. Yeah. But there's nothing, no, like, little museum or anything right, like that. Right. That kind of surprised me. Yeah, it's out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if it hadn't have been for the farmers, they said, yeah. everybody would have died. Oh, no kidding. In that, in that crash. Them. Oh, okay. The farmers from around, the, I mean, they were out in a big old rural area of Mississippi when they went down. That's right. You know, which one was it said he woke up and he said i was looking through the trees and i could i could see the helicopters in the spotlights and i thought i was in back in vietnam right right and that buddy pulled a pulled like a door off of him or something yeah yeah how about that one rob how would you like to go in through a nobody wants to go through a plane crash of course but it blew him out of the cabin yeah and the door had landed on top of him and he was trying to get up, and he couldn't get up, and he started yelling, somebody get this door off of me. Yeah. And that's what was on him. Yeah. That's right. that's a, it's a, if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's good. On, uh, on Netflix. What was it called? Um, I forget. I can see the picture. I can see the I'll image. look it up. Yeah. I'll look it up. Yeah. Because I'll be, I'll be binging this weekend on Netflix. Cause nice. It, you know what's coming out today? What? It's already out there if you want to binge it. Second senior uh, season of The Witcher oh it's okay. back All it's right. back the witcher is back man kind of like his attitude i like carville yeah. he's good you know he was he's great as superman yeah. he's good as him yeah. he's good as the witcher and i forget who i heard heidi have you he wants to play another great character do you remember what it was that uh carville uh, cavell was wanting to play i forget i'll figure it out and tell you about that when we come back <laughs> from a break as well so what have you been up to uh, there, Mr. Corbett? Well, we've been trying to defend uh, the Arkansas citizens' right to transparency, getting documents 
from city councils. Oh, tell me that you're not having to fight against FOIA, which we've oh, yeah. got one of the best oh, FOIA yeah. laws in the United I just States. Made, I just made when when they follow the rules. That's right. Well, I just made a FOIA request today. Apparently, if you have a green armband, you can get into any Pulaski County courthouse with a green armband. Although they've got meaning, a, meaning yeah. to be clear, yeah. bypassing the uh, security. So right. they tell Chris that he's not allowed to carry his gun in the courthouse because we're afraid. We're yeah. afraid. Because yeah. um, you don't have a green armband. That's right. Right, exactly. Um, <clears throat> or a brown shirt. And he's not, he's not allowed in the courthouse with his gun pursuant to the law that says any officer of the court is allowed to carry a gun in the courthouse. And they tell him no. But at the same time, they got an open door policy for anybody with a green armband. And this or, is the hypocrisy. Or a brown shirt. Or a brown shirt. Yeah. Uh, and the brown shirts in Little Rock also uh, told us regarding City Hall that Chris can't carry his gun into City Hall uh, pursuant to a different law that says people like Chris with an enhanced carry concealed carry license can carry in, amongst other places. City Hall. City Hall. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> By the way, no dispute that they can carry in the Capitol. Right, so here's the thing: the Capitol, according to the leftists, is less secure than City Hall. Do you believe it? Well, maybe they got more enemies in City Hall the yeah. way that they run the city. Well, well uh, who knows? <laughs> Speaking of enemies, yeah. by the way, uh, and I mentioned this yesterday when I was on your show, Dave. Uh, recall that I had written a, a letter to the editor in the Dem Gaz. Uh, describing the horrific circumstances that we live under here in Little Rock in terms of safety and security. Yeah, absolutely. There was a a carjacking in the Heights, attempted carjacking in the Heights recently, 30 bullets shot at the car, striking one of the the people in the car, no less. And the mayor says, I'm praying for you. Praying for you? I don't need to pay you. How about passing some laws and putting some more police officers on the street? Exactly. Guess what? I got a priest, a rabbi, an imam to do the praying. (laughs) I don't need you. Uh, And so then shortly thereafter... Uh, the police chief is at some community event, and he's describing the things he sees as important uh, to increase safety. And he says, well, uh, we need to d- deal with the bail issue. Well, that's on the national news, but I don't think we have bail reform in uh, Little Rock, meaning I don't think we've reduced bail. Not that I've seen. Right, so I think that's a red herring. He's been wa- reading too much uh, newspapers about San Francisco. Yeah, West Coast. So. Right, and then the other thing he says is, well... <clears throat> We need to keep a list of everybody who's been let out of jail. And while I have some sympathy for the notion behind that, I certainly don't have any sympathy for the constitutionality of it. So these are two things that are non-starters. At the same time, the mayor just put out a statement soliciting um, bids on how to make this city more safe. I've got the bid. I've got the bid. Vote the bum out of office. Yeah, it's not been bids. It's been... Come to us and and give us your ideas. Yeah, you the the guy that's out there ducking the bullets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here, here's my idea. Uh, crazy. Goodbye, King Scott. That's my idea. That's okay? crazy. And this all, is all in response. They're, out of, they're all out of ideas in City Hall. They don't. They, know, need, they, don't they know. need the public's help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, they'll the get our in jail. help. Here, I'll Put the say. Criminals in jail. I will say one word, and I bet you I can reduce crime. 
in the the little stores and stuff to stay mm-hmm. open late at night. Yeah. I'm going to use one word. Mm-hmm. What is it? Tommy. Oh my gosh! I remember that in the eighties. I, I have I no told, idea what Tommy. Uh, Tommy is. Tommy right. Robinson. Tommy Robinson. I remember. Used to be sheriff. Yeah. Uh, All right. He started a gig where they put ever so often two way mirrors. Right. And they'd have an officer behind that mirror with a twelve gauge. A shotgun. Nice. Yeah. Buck yeah. Shot. Yeah, like you rob a C store, you're going to die. That's exactly, and that's exactly and it what will shoot over, you overnight. Yeah, I remember talking about this on another station that I was working at in another part of the nation, and said that's what everybody should he do. He's a no nonsense guy. He's a farmer, and um, he, he put something out there that worked. Right, it worked all right. Yeah, if you're a robber, the last thing you want to have to do is see that two way mirror, and you go, hmm, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Do I feel lucky today? <laughs> oh, man. That's kind of what, what he did. Amen. And, and it worked. Amen. Somebody reminded me of that. They sent me a an email yesterday. Yeah. And they said, Dave, just tell you listeners, because I know you've talked about this before, just use the word Tommy with them. Oh, yeah. And we're not talking about the who. Well, this is 30 oh, years, the Tommy ago. Gun. 30 yeah. years ago, right? Yeah, it's it a long time ago. ago. It was a, it's an important time. You know, let's start let's start doing Tommy again and oh, watch crime slow down. I'm just saying it is it will slow down. Well All we right. got these pinheads asking for help. They get news in. Let's do that. We'll call we'll talk some more about it. Okay, we're back on the Dave Ellswick show. Don't forget about PI roofing. I gotta get them out to my house. We had some hail uh last Friday when we had that supercell develop over us in Cabot. That wicked I have weather. I have not seen it lightning like that in a long long time i'm talking not crawl lightning you know that goes across the sky i'm talking bolt lightning (laughs) that's coming down and hitting the ground and it's driving big old boulders into the ground yeah and it just we're talking to duck and he he said that he had a guy come in with his truck and it wouldn't start and it was all screwed up and uh he said you got hit by lightning he said i didn't get hit by lightning he went back to his house uh-huh. and looked where he had his truck parked. Yeah. And right in front of it, there was about a one-foot crater. No kidding. Front, and that's how close the bolt hit to his... his uh, That'll happen. I ha- a neighbor's my, uh, had his truck hit by lightning. Zapped the whole... Yeah, it's done. Try- it's over. It's finished. Yeah. ECM and everything totally burned out. Yeah. Totally burned out. Well, anyway, PI roofing... Well, they'll tell you, number one, you don't want lightning to hit your house. It will tear a hole in your roof, a big hole in your roof. Uh, if that happens, uh, when the when the weather calms down, if you call them at 707-5331, you know, uh, they will send somebody out to your house, and they'll tarp up the hole. Oh, nice. Same thing if a, if a branch falls through your top of your roof or whatever, because they know... The damage is going to happen when the water gets in your house. So they that's what they want to keep from getting in your house. They'll take good care of you. They have for me for 18 years of my living out in Cabot at the house I live at. And I love it out there. And I love the work that PI Roofing does. And that's why I talk about them here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Go to PIRoofing.com. Get all the information you need right there as well. All right. So I got Robert Steinbach. He is a law professor par excellence over at the bowen school of law the only true conservative law professor maybe in the state of arkansas 
and uh his opinions are his and his alone and not necessarily those of the bowen school law or the university to which they ascribe just so you'll know don't want you ever to confuse robert with the school (laughs) (laughs) yeah if you want a conservative teaching you then he's the guy well of course the 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 administration doesn't want that Uh, what we see uh, at the law school what we see within the state and what we see across the country is overwhelmingly leftist uh, administrators at law schools controlling the form of education that the students get. They don't want me teaching constitutional law because they know I'll present the conservative side. Accurately. You'll get both sides. Yeah. And you know what? You know what the dean said? Well, well, I teach what originalism is. Oh, I'm sure you do a great job at that, by the way, <laughs> really getting down to the nitty gritty when you've already rejected it as a notion and, and, it. and which ones of the writers of the constitution said don't try to put words in their mouths i, I don't know well there's yeah. uh, well you get uh, madison and some right. of the other right they well, wanted to put a few more words in the mouths like stay out of our lives yeah yeah <laughs> well it's it's really remarkable remember that when we had the whole obamacare debate I was amongst the few, I'm not claiming to be the first, but amongst the few that very early on said, no, this is a violation of the Commerce Clause. Now, the Roberts upheld it based on the taxing power of the government. After he re- rewrote the bill. Right, essentially, right. <laughs> um, and I think that's a lousy argument, but put that aside, that wasn't the primary argument. The primary argument dealt with the Commerce Clause uh, of the Constitution, and and me and many several other at least conservatives said well that's just a silly silly argument the folks at the law school were amongst the the vast majority of leftists who said that's a fantastic argument and they were hammered and so the point is not whether or not they believe it's a good argument or not the question was what they thought the supreme court would do and they rejected the notion that the supreme court could ever come out exactly the way it came out and they're teaching the Constitution, and they want to teach it so that there's only one outcome, the leftist outcome. Yeah, and they only want to teach it from precedent. And now we're hearing from the justices that maybe precedent isn't as in concrete as everybody wants to think. Well, that's exactly right, and they're also uh, so um, hypocritical when it comes to the notion of precedent. Uh, the, the old very... Well, it's made no, up. Yeah, well, it's I mean, up. precedent has a, a place, but here's the thing. Dred Scott, which was the, the old case that upheld slavery. That, that is my, right? all, that's my number one of course. argument. Indeed, yeah. Right, and, yeah. it's, and, it's e- and it's easy go-to, which is that was overturned even though it was precedent. You know what? Because they realized it was wrong. So here's the very simple notion about precedent that the left had agreed with until they went off the deep end, right? And that is... A precedent means that if you have a case that says this is what the Constitution means, you got to give a little deference to that notion. But after giving deference, if you realize, wait a second, no, that's just wrong, well, then out the window Thank it Thank you very much. If it's wrong, it's wrong. That's right. I don't care if it's precedent that's or right. not. So if you're just on the precipice, if it's those, those famous scales balanced evenly, and one is precedent, well, you give it to precedent. But if it ain't, then you go with what you say is the law. Now, I know that both of you listened to the Roe v. Wade arguments now a, a, few, back, yeah, a few yeah, uh, weeks right. ago. And they were arguing about precedent. Right. 
And Kavanaugh made such a great argument about why it can be overthrown when he named case after Kate Brown versus education and all the rest of them. Right. And then Breyer tried to make an argument that precedent was the bedrock of the legal system. And Kavanaugh looked at him and says, oh, please, basically. <laughs> he said, you're telling me if, if Heller came before the court again that you wouldn't be willing to overturn it? Nice. Crickets. Crickets. Nice. Crickets. Well, here's, here's the hypocrisy. Precedent has always meant what the conservatives now say it means, which is, like I just said, if, if the court has decided an issue on point previously, that's entitled to a modicum of deference unless the court comes to the conclusion we made a mistake. That's it. That's what precedent means. And the reason, by the way, we do observe precedent. There is a reason to do so because people say, well, it's irrelevant. Well, it's not true. The reason we observe precedent is because continuity of law has a value. Predictability of law has a value. So if you could say, well, I could go either way. Well, then precedent gets the nod. Yeah, but sometimes they use continuity to make stupid stuff up. Of course. I mean, like commerce clause to regulate guns and school zones. It, just idiot stuff. Wow, that's that's such a that's a perfect example. It's, is that yeah. they they taught and how they did that where yeah. you couldn't have a gun within a thousand feet right. of, a, of a schoolhouse. Commerce clause. Yeah, so right. commerce. Now, they, they've clawed that back. Why? Nice. Because they've retreated. Exactly. They, they have w- said that precedent, that old case law went too far. Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah. Wait, no. Why didn't anybody object to that? Because it was in their interest at the time. Well, because. The majority of the court was as, you think it's liberal now at times? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Warren, it was a liberal and, court. Yeah. And if you want to talk about precedent. Oh, they, let's let's pack the court now. Exactly. You wouldn't be hearing that argument. <laughs> well, they, they've got some, um, there's some um, leftist undertones about trying to change the makeup of the court. Oh, yeah. Entirely. Warren oh, has, yeah. hasn't been able to shut her trap up about that since she ran for president. There was a precedent regarding sort of an obscure notion, the Sixth Amendment and what you could do with hearsay evidence. But the bottom line was whether certain evidence could come in against, against, let me emphasize that, criminal defendants. So the court, the liberal court, allowed a lot of it in, even though it seemed, it seems to me, contrary to, um, uh, to the Constitution. And Scalia said, 10, 15 years ago now, um, said maybe 20, but at most, he said, you know what? Those years of precedent in which we allowed in that evidence against criminal defendants, and to be clear, that's kind of a conservative notion. Right. Conservatives are less concerned, or at least historically, to be clear, have been less concerned about defendants, criminal defendants' rights. And, and so he said, even though we let that in for years and years, that's wrong. Because I've gone back and I've looked at the Constitution, and it's wrong. These criminal defendants have greater rights. So he offered what is seemingly a liberal view. But it's neither liberal nor conservative. What it is is constitutional. And he said, we need to fix that. And the liberals were on board, and nobody objected regarding precedent That's at right. the time. And they weren't calling him names, but exactly. they call him now. That's a fantastic example. Exactly. That guy is a fantastic uh, yeah. jurist. That's he really right. is. He's great. So we've got... I won't say she's like Scalia, okay, because that would be really, really high praise, I'm just saying. But we have a Supreme Court justice in Arkansas 
that's turning out to be the conservative just as we all thought she would be. We had a great opinion um, uh, that she wrote. It was actually a dissent, let me be clear, which is she was not in the majority. Uh, uh, Barbara Webb wrote an absolutely fantastic dissent in a Freedom of Information Act case in which she really captured the essence and meaning of the Freedom of Information Act. Now, to be fair... Uh, the majority, I think they went a little too far. Their opinion wasn't ridiculous because I think it was on an issue that's a little too detailed to get into right now. That is kind of right, you know, on the fence. You could, in some respects, see the benefits of either the majority opinion or the dissent. I agree more with the dissent. But more importantly, Barbara Webb captured that notion of what the Freedom of Information Act is all about and better than any of the other opinions in that case. And so kudos to her. And, you know, here's the thing about that opinion. Uh, the Freedom of Information Act is neither uh, conservative nor liberal. It's it's neither right nor left. It's right or wrong. It's and to keep, be, it's keep th- things where people, you, the voter, can see that's right. transparently into the people who are, quote, trying to rule it over you. That's, that's exactly right. right. And that's Barbara right. Webb captured that better than anybody else uh, in the moment on the issue of the Freedom of Information Act. And so kudos to her, and I look forward to her continued presence on the bench and her continued um, good interpretation of the Freedom of Information Act. I really do. Yeah, so she did a great job. You know, the courts at times do great jobs. That's right. I will say the majority of the time they do a good job. Perhaps. But then you get somebody that they make as the justice in Washington, like Warren, and he goes off the reservation completely. <laughs> I think I can still say that, right? Oh, you know, is that considered a that, not that, politically correct? Yeah, I think so. Does it refer to Indian reservations? Yes, yes. I see. I see. So well. That's, you know, people make, came up with that saying. But the bottom line... You know, they don't act like things are like a Chinese fire drill. Oh, wait, oh, wait a second. Wait. I can't say that, oh, can I? My. <laughs> You, you, you know, there's this notion in law called a Chinese wall. And that means where you just, you have an employee who has, let's say, came from another law firm and had some familiarity with a case that you all are now working on for, on a different side of it. So they say, well, that person can't be involved in our case because, right, he or she knows stuff from the other side. And that's not fair. It's not ethical. So you just say, you can't be involved. You wall them all off. And a phrase that has been used for years is you Chinese wall them off. Why? Because you're a really big wall in China. Yeah. Right? That's why. Yeah. Oh, no, no. You can't say it. But wait a second. I'm just, all I'm doing is referring to an actual physical wall. I'm making that, an illustration. Right? One of the That's seven huge. wonders. Yeah. Right. Yeah. One of the seven wonders of the world. Yeah. I'm just referring to that wall. Now, yeah. you can't say that because you got the word Chinese in there. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, you Leftist. didn't. You didn't say laundromat. Well, oh, you, well, you know, you you raise actually an interesting issue, Dave, because you might remember that Joe Biden, let's go, Brandon, um, made a comment years ago about how there were many, I think, Indians from India uh, right. who owned Seven Elevens. Do yes. we have those down here? You know the yeah. the, the convenience. Stores. They used to have them. It's not as big as it gotcha. used to be. Yeah, I, I know it from the Northeast. By the way, the joke about the Seven Eleven is the guy that walks up to it, and the guy and the owner's closing up, and he says, "Well, I thought you opened twenty four hours." And the guy says, "Not in a row." Uh, yeah. But in any event, <laughs> the uh, so Joe Biden says there are a lot of Indians that own Seven Elevens. You know why? Because there were. 
Right? I mean, the, yeah. this is the thing, right? right? The, yeah. and, and why? By the way, the, when my father's generation, there were a lot of Jews in small business. Why? It was their jumping off point. Yeah, because they were immigrants, sure. and and their their relatives, their friends who were already here were in it, and they said, wait, what are you doing for business? Maybe I could do that for yep. business. That's not, it's not an uncommon thing. All right, got to get a break in, then we'll come in and finish up this hour here on the Dave Ellswick Show. we got a lot Got a couple other things I want to address. Uh, don't forget about, uh, of course, Pat Davis for your insurance, your health insurance. He's going to save you 30 to 50%. No more co-pays. Get checks back from the hospital and from the, uh, you know, the folks that uh, are out there uh, in the uh, urgent care facilities. You may get some really nice money back in uh, for your for your bank account. But you'll not get any of that if you don't talk to Pat Davis and find out how he does it all. 501-605-6935. Give yourself 10 minutes. Educate yourself or educate yourself and allow Pat Davis to show you how to save some dollars. Yourhealthplanman.com on the Internet. That's for Pat Davis. All right, back with you. I want to go back real quickly with you guys and want to talk about Dirty Harry, because <laughs> what was happening during the time of uh, movies talk about the time, to- the times that they are made in. If you watch movies they from do. certain times, right. you will see how society thought then. During the seventies, we had a lot of what's going on right now yeah. in our society. For instance, you would arrest a, a, an offender and they'd be out on the streets in no time. Yeah. Sound familiar? Okay. That that's what happened then. And people were getting, you know, raped, robbed, killed left and right. Uh and it was happening more so out on the west coast than any any place else. Well, the people got tired of. It. They yeah. wanted more law enforcement. So Hollywood always wants to make money off of the movies they make. So they try to pick out topics that they know people will flock to go see the movie. Yeah. And what was the movie that there were two movies that everybody flocked to in the seventies. One dirty Harry. Yeah. With Clint Eastwood. What was Clint Eastwood? He was a no nonsense cop. Right. That the, the perpetrators were the criminals, the bad guys, and they were preying on the good people and he'd do whatever it was to protect the people. The second one was the average Joe. I wish I could have a gun. I wish I could go out and hunt these right, down. Right. right? And uh, so who showed up? Death Wish. Yeah, that's right. That showed up. Vigilante. Right. Yeah. Charles Bronson showed yeah. up. Now, Charles Bronson, let's face it. He wasn't a big guy. He didn't look... He didn't look dangerous, so to speak. I mean, when he was doing his thing as he was an architect, he didn't look dangerous. But he went out and he hunted them at night. Right. And and there, he became judge, jury, you know, an executioner. And well, guess what? People, re, they yeah. replied to that. We need that. Yeah. Well, there's several factors. Dave, you've got one. You've got uh, the economy that affects it, right? Yeah. But also, I think the biggest factor is folks have been able to get away with it. These criminals in these protests that are breaking windows, stomping on people's heads, they weren't arrested. Protesters? So yeah. No, they're protesters. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. no. The peaceful protesters? Yeah, I'm confused. The, yeah. And so it's empowered them because they don't think anything's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen to me if I'm a criminal. 
Was it who's the the uh, constitutional lawyer Fox used Turley or something? Yeah, like that? Uh, yeah. Jonathan yeah. Turley. Yeah, he made the statement that these are not individuals. He says this is Rico stuff that's going down. Yeah, and he said you should stuff. go after him as as breaking Rico and put oh, him in put him in federal prison. Right. So we'll, I'm just telling you, the pendulum has swung towards the criminal right now. Oh, totally. It will swing back, and it will come back harshly on the criminals. Right. Well, you had That's people getting away says. with can't defund the a, police. We can't find a... People a actually place. thought defund the police was a good thing. I mean, are you nuts? Have you heard what they're saying now? Oh, gosh. Refund the police. All right. That's what they say. That's I said, what they say. I said defend thing. the police. Yeah, exactly. Just tweak it slightly. Don't yeah. defund. Uh, yeah, BL, BLM is saying, well, maybe we need to refund well, the police. What, what does it mean, refund? I don't even know what that means. You know, they say... Just take as much money as you can like, from the police and right. put or it in other things, right? Fund, like, let's fund them now. Yeah. Now, give it back. Now maybe we should give them I back see. some I of see. the money that we uh, have taken from them. And it's... Well, they got, what, 100 vacancies in Little Rock, maybe? It's crazy. Or something like that? 90 Probably more vacancies? than that. I mean, well, if, enough, if, uh, truth, 50 to 100, if yeah. truth were told, yeah. probably more than that. I remember when Stewart became um, the chief of police, and I love Stewart. He was, he was a great guy. Yeah. First thing he did, they had, they didn't, when he, before he came, the, they changed the police cars to blue lettering and all this other stuff to make them look like less of an oppressive force is what they said. Hmm. As soon as he got made chief, he went back to the old black and whites. Nice. When the people, when the criminals saw them on the street, he wanted them to see him on the street. 100%. We are out here and we will bust your bun, son. If you're trying to break the law or woman, because women are just as bad as guys now using guns. So anyway, that, that's what we need. We that's need we need a no nonsense. Yeah. Well, it's chief the deterrence factor, right? Where's the deterrence? We need Tommy. To, yeah. Well, but right, and it's like the. Here's the thing: the leftists have gone over the cliff. They're not yeah. looking down. They've gone over the. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're doing a Thelma and Louise right now. We've di- we've oh, discussed man. many times, including I suspect last week, where student Michael has remember he ta- he's given me authorization to talk about that. Former yeah. student Michael yeah. has police officer sixty seconds. Yeah, showed up in uniform. School told him it's against the law for you to show up in uniform because you're wearing a gun. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. That's hogwash. Hogwash. And uh, you pointed that out to the people in power. <laughs> Yeah, that's why that, I like to you. Yeah, you speak. It was an outrageous stance that you can't that a cop can't show up in a uniform. Right. Really, that's right. how cop in a uniform can go anywhere. Come that's, on, that's, that's how it. Robert and I got together. Was he would speak, speak to power. That's exactly you right. Do it. And you do it too, Chris. Oh, that's yes, why you're a part of my show now. Thank He's you, litigating right. three cases for your gun rights. Uh, who else We're is doing it. that? All Nobody. Right. We're out of time. Matt Smith's coming up, and then uh, Richard. Who's it? Heard? Is that his name? Okay, he's going to join us at 7.30. Awesome. 6.30. I'm going to wait till it breaks in here. I like how this song goes. Yeah, I like this. They move into the song. Mannheim Steamroller, if you ever get a chance to see them live, go see them live. They are amazing. 
they were coming here to Arkansas about every year, and then they cut back, and so did the folks that, you know, Trans-Siberian Orchestra cut back. And it's like uh, Christmas is not Christmas without one of those groups coming through. Hopefully in the, in the near future, we'll see them uh, come back through again. But Trans-Siberian was the bigger draw because they would play in the arena, and uh, Mannheim would play over at Robinson, okay, because less people. There, there are a whole lot more, how do I put this, um, classically based, you know, kind of thing. But they were so, so good. They were excellent. So it's good to have you with us in the second hour. Matt Smith is joining us. There is a monster movie opening this weekend. I mean a monster, perhaps the biggest opening ever of a movie on the big screen and i'll turn it over to him for him to talk about this because this is mega big i mean this is like like meg the big big shark right yes yes and hey good morning i gotta get a couple things out of the way first okay um first of all good morning to my daughter danny ray smith and good morning to my son maddox ross smith all right they are listening on the radio right now on their way to school cool we saw Steamroller at Universal Studios last week. Really? We had a concert there, Universal Studios, and we saw that performance, and you're right, it is spot-on perfect. They're amazing. Spot-on perfect, yes. Great show, great show. Now, to get on to Spider-Man No Way Home, <laughs> uh, this movie is most definitely a blockbuster motion picture. It is incredible. It is huge. People love it. And people turned out last night for the film. Biggest crowds in movie theaters across the United States since the Star Wars opening in 2019. Wow. Um, It has been two years, but the people are back. And as I've been saying to you since March of 2020, if you put out a movie people (laughs) like, they they will go. Yeah. They will go. They'll come out and see it. You're right. Yes. So, um, you know, a couple months ago, they predicted this movie to be... A $100 million three-day gross, which would be the biggest three-day gross since December of 2019. Uh, But as we got closer to the opening, they've been bumping up that number, um, got to $150 million. Uh, The last prediction I saw late late last night was $185 million. And so to put that in perspective, uh, the last Star Wars movie release was released in December of 2019. And it did $177 million in three days. That was our last big, huge blockbuster. People are saying um, this movie's going to beat that, that it's going to do wow. 185 Some people say 200 Wow. But it's just, yes, but it's just, uh, it's crazy what the demand is, and it is unbelievable how good the movie is. Have you, se- have you seen it? Yes, I love it. I love what they've done with the film. The reviews have been tremendous. Yeah, um, it, not it, only not only do the actual fans like the movie, which is of course the important part, critics like this film, and it's unusual for critics to get behind a Marvel Universe superhero movie. Right, that's unusual. But uh, this this movie's doing it. I mean, it's Spider Man is incredible. Uh, we've got it playing on. Um, you know, two screens this week, two our two largest screens, and of course it's also on a 3D screen. So we've got three screens available at all the theaters, and of course if we need more screens, we'll add them. Yep, just make sure. I mean, 
If you need to take uh, some movie that's not drawing a lot of people and say, well, we won't show it that time, we'll show Spider-Man instead, that just makes sense because that's the, that's the film everybody uh, wants to see. I think the reason I think this is such a big movie is not because Spider-Man's in it. Doctor Strange is in it. That's my that's my all-time favorite Marvel character is Doctor Strange. And the reason uh, it was is because he was a little bit more cerebral, let's put it that way, than your typical, you know, Marvel superhero. It is wonderful that he's in the film, and it's a great tie-in because he has a standalone movie coming up next year. Yep. Uh, but I, 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 think, I think people have always loved Spider-Man. People love the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. People love those comic books. The story's great, and I think there's just a desire of movie fans to return to the cinema. You know, yeah, and I think to. that's a lot. Of, there's a lot of truth in what you just said. Yes, people want to go back. People want to get back to their lives. There's just a lot of pent-up demand out there, and they've been holding back these tremendous motion pictures, and as they release these films, people are going to come. The only thing that could hold back um, the gross on this movie is, you know, the communists that are running Los Angeles and New York, uh-huh. Uh, they've been shutting down Broadway productions. Uh, they've got them a goofball mask mandate going, and now they've got some of these show me your paper stuff. And so, you know, you got to be vaccinated, and then you got to prove, you know, have a proof of vaccination to basically go inside in Los Angeles and New York right now, and and that could potentially hurt the sales in those two cities on this movie, which is crazy because I don't have to have any papers to vote. But I have to have papers to go inside a building in New York and Los Angeles. Right? Thank you. Thank you very much. We pre- crazy, I, right? I, I love mean, you, I, Matt. I, I gotta, you know that. Show. What's that? What's that? I love. I love the way you think, brother. Well, I mean, I've got to show my papers to sit down in a restaurant. I got to show my papers to to watch a movie in New York and Los Angeles this weekend. But I don't show anything to vote. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's insane, man. It's insane. Well, no, not not to vote, and you don't have to stay in jail and cool your heels if you just were part in a smash and grab that's true that's true that's true yeah no yeah. they'll let you they'll let you go real quickly on on that anyway that is just so everybody knows that is the movie to see over the next several weeks is going to be this spider-man movie if you can't get tickets this week because they're sold out just keep trying and oh, go when they get oh you can you still get, get tickets if, if we've got to play it on 10 screens tonight, you'll be able to watch the movie. We, we don't do any of that Mickey Mouse stuff. Well, I'll tell you, it, it, it wasn't Spider-Man, but Tuesday uh, when we showed White Christmas, they turned out for that, didn't they? Great Christmas movie. Glad to see people back for that. People love the classics. And, you know, we've got our all-time classic that we do every January, Gone with the Wind. That's coming up in January. Coming up in January. It's only $5. It's going to start at 630 on Tuesday, January the 11th. Those tickets are on sale at Riverdale10.com. And then, of course, in February, we'll have Casablanca. Yeah, one of the great love stories of all time. Since Valentine's Day is in February, Casablanca's coming up. Those tickets are on sale at Riverdale10.com. Don't miss that. And just speaking of really cool movies, um, we've got a great film out right now called Nightmare Alley. That looks good. Oh, it's so good. It stars Bradley Cooper. Kate Blanchett, Tony Collette, Rooney Mara, Richard Jenkins, and Ron Perlman. And Gomero, it's a re- it's a remake. It's a reboot. Oh I tell you what, uh, Gomero de Toro directs the film, 
an ambitious young carny with a talent for manipulating people with a few well-chosen words hooks up with a female psychiatrist who is even more dangerous than he is. <laughs> Great review in the Democrat Gazette today for Nightmare Alley. It's playing exclusively at Riverdale 10, Riverdale10.com. Uh, a wonderful remake, a a film done in the classic film noir tradition. Yes. Okay? If you are not a comic book movie fan, you're not into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I get it, okay? I can understand that. you got to see Nightmare Alley. Okay, okay. Do, you, do you remember who the lead actor was in Nightmare Alley? Because it came out in the 40s. No, I do not. Tyrone Power. Oh, man. Okay. Even, you know, okay. I have, not, I have not seen the original, sadly. But this film with Bradley Cooper is tremendous. And it's at Riverdale 10, Riverdale10.com. Uh, tickets are on sale now. It's playing all week. So, so you know, that's happening in addition to Spider-Man. Yeah. And then, of course, um, of course, on Wednesday, Wednesday, we have uh, Matrix Resurrections. Matrix 4 starts Wednesday. Uh, also starting Wednesday is Sing 2 PG from Universal Films. Great movie. We uh, did some preview shows of that over Thanksgiving. People loved it. That's coming up on Wednesday. And then, of course, Tuesday night, uh, we've got The Kingsman. I am going. Um, that's the movie I'm are. excited about seeing. I'm a Kingsman guy. I love those movies. That That's that's Tuesday night. Starts Tuesday night. And, you know, we've got those tickets on sale. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday's tickets are on sale. Riverdale10.com. Be sure to check that out. Of course, you can get them at CabotVIPCinema.com and Cabot. CerseCinema.com in Cersei, OaksVIPCinema.com in Baseball, and, of course, HotSpringsVIP.com in Hot Springs. We're serving beer and wine. We have full food menus, including White Castle cheeseburger sliders, chicken tenders, pizza. All seats are reserved, and we feature luxury leather electric recliners with tables. And, of course, Dolby Digital 7.1 Surround Sound in all auditoriums. So come check us out. Still doing the free popcorn bucket. And if you've got that 2020 free popcorn bucket, we I have given you a, we, we've given you a mulligan. You can refill the 2020 free popcorn bucket until April the 30th next year. Wow. So we're pretending that 2020 and 2021 never happened. So let's say you bought that 2020 bucket. You know, coming up on two years ago, right? We are still honoring that bucket right now. That's the way I like to hear it. All the way through April 30th. Yes, we're, we're, we're glad you're coming back, and we're glad you're sticking with us. And, of course, we got gift cards for sale. Now, you know, if you get that last-minute gift card thing going on, you got you got a couple different options. Okay, I yes. wanted you to talk about this because, hey, Christmas Eve is a week from today. You can stop by the theater. And buy a gift card, and we'll hand you a hard gift card. You can do that on the theater. Okay. Do that at the theater. If you don't want to go to the theater and you want to send someone a hard gift card, you can go to the website, purchase the gift card, and click the option of having us mail it for you. Okay? Mm. So you don't have to go to the theater. You just click that option to have us mail it for you. Then the third option is you can go to the website for the theater and send a virtual gift card. And, uh, and essentially, you are emailing them the gift card. Sent by email, they get it instantly. <clears throat> if you're afraid, it's not going to arrive in the mail. Okay. You know, if you're sending that gift card to somebody in Arkansas, we drop it in the mail for you, they're going to get it on time. Today's only the 17th. Uh-huh. But, you know, if, you're, if you've got somebody that uh, needs that gift card sent to them, 
Uh, you're concerned about it. You know, we got a lot of people that buy these gift cards for college students. Send them the virtual gift card. Just go to the website, click virtual, send them that virtual gift card. They'll get the virtual gift card. They can redeem that. Gift cards can be used for tickets or food, and they can be in any amount you like. You want to send somebody five bucks, you can. You want to send somebody fifty bucks or hundred bucks, you can. Whatever you want to put on the card, you can do it. They're sold at the website. All the details are there. Just go to Riverdale10.com and click gift card. All right. Yeah, and make it difficult on them. Give them enough money so they can go see several different movies, but then they got to figure out which movies are most important that they want to see to spend their money off their gift card. Hey, it's crazy busy movie-going time of year now. It is for sure. I mean, we've got even two more on Christmas. We've got um, this film that I'm excited about called American Underdog. Yes, but by Kurt Warner. It's PG. Uh, it is the Kurt Warner story. It's distributed by Lionsgate Films. It's a true story, uh, and it's uh, got a lot of faith and Christian elements to it. It, it really is a wholesome PG movie. And well, that's because... Out- that's because Kurt Warner is a wholesome guy. Ah, Christian, yes, absolutely. Love this film. Um, it comes out on Christmas Day at all of my theaters. Oh, cool. But, but Friday night and Saturday night, that's tonight and tomorrow night. Tonight and tomorrow night, you can see American Underdog in Cabot at 7 p.m. or in Hot Springs at 7 p.m. So it's CabotVIPCinema.com or hotspringsvip.com. You can see American Underdog at 7 o'clock tonight, December 17th, and Saturday, December 18th. Those tickets are on sale at the websites. It's another one of those special early access event screenings we do for our uh, Movie Club Rewards Club members. Uh, It is free to join Rewards Club. Um, You just go to the website and sign up. Uh, you just go there and you sign up for our email newsletter, and we send you out an email newsletter to tell you about these special events. And then, of course, if you get the Rewards Club's card, you get that. All you got to do is put in your email to get it, and you get points for every everything you spend at the theater. So if you buy some gift certificates, if you have a birthday party, if you buy concessions or food, you get points. You redeem those points for free movie tickets and free concessions. All right. So. You hold on. We're going to be back. We're going to talk further with Matt Smith. He is the owner proprietor, main bottle washer at the uh, VIP Cinemas in Riverdale 10. We will talk with him and finish up our interview when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. 721 in the morning, east and towing. Want you to know, doesn't matter what kind of problem you find yourself in. If you need a tow, they got an answer for you. They can handle it. They've got all the answers to get you off the side of the road or get your car unlocked and get your keys out or change your tire or whatever it is that might be, you know, hassling you at the time. But put this number in your phone, 501-888-8849. That's 501-888-8849, and they'll be happy to come out and take care of whatever ails you. That's East End Towing. All right, we've got just a few more moments with uh, Matt Smith. I want to talk to him again before uh, uh, we get done because uh, we won't see him until next year. Because hey, we're, be we're, a, not, we're not back on until, what's that going to be, January the 6th, yeah, I guess? Yeah, January the 6th, buddy. January 7th, I guess, before we're back. That's okay. it. But uh, we want to you know, make sure we hit everything so everybody will be ready when they go to the movies. So let's uh, today... 
The big one opening up, of course, is Spider-Man. The new Spider-Man is out. Uh, this uh, Nightmare Alley, if you decide that, you know, a, a superhero movie is not what you want, that you got a, you got a, the Nightmare Alley movie to, to see, which, uh, if it's as good as the original in 1947, is a great movie. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. What else you got coming? Well, of course, uh, Tuesday we start the Kingsman. Yes. That is new on Tuesday, the 21st. Uh, new on Wednesday, the 22nd, the Matrix Resurrections, that's Matrix 4, and Sing 2, both starting Wednesday, the 22nd. Starting on Christmas Day, American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story, it's PG, that's at all of our locations. Uh, of course, Sing 2, Matrix 4, and the Kingsman are playing at all locations. Spider-Man is playing at all locations right now. And then on Christmas Day, we'll have a journal for Jordan directed by Denzel Washington. That starts at the Riverdale That looks 10. very good. And on Christmas Day, exclusively at the Riverdale 10, Licorice Pizza. That is starting on Christmas as well at Riverdale 10. Now, Journal for Jordan is directed by Denzel Washington. It stars Michael B. Jordan, Nicholas Sims, and Shante Adams. And then, of course, uh, Licorice Pizza is the new uh, West Paul Anderson film uh, that also starts on Christmas Day, and that's at Riverdale10.com. And I'll go see Licorice Pizza just because of who's directing it. Hey, why wouldn't you check that out? It's gonna I be mean, awesome. seriously, he's a fantastic director. He always throws you curveballs, and he always comes up with how to tell a story in a different way. So it'll be fun to see what he comes up with. Uh, this yeah. time around, I'll be looking forward to that. You know, you know somebody who's really sad that they didn't go ahead and open their movie this year because they didn't know if people would come out and see it, and that's Top Gun. Yeah, I, I, well, I don't know. Um, i tell you probably who is the most sad is, is Warner Brothers and the mistakes that they've made with their films. Uh-huh. Uh, there, there's no doubt about that. There's, there's just no telling how much money they lost on Dune this year. Uh, they're really sad, you know. Paramount, um, you know, they've got they've got Mission Impossible, uh, and they've got Top Gun next year, and Paramount just does not make as many movies as the other guys. You know, Disney, Fox, Warner Brothers, Universal, they make so 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 many more movies than Paramount. Sony does as well. Um, you know, those are your big five, and then number six is Paramount. Maybe number seven is Lionsgate. Uh, they just don't have as many movies, and when you're when you're smaller like that, uh, you really can't mess up your two your two big franchises like uh, Top Gun and and Mission Impossible. I understand the caution behind Paramount's decision. Uh, I do not understand the stupidity of Warner Brothers. But hey, that's why everybody that worked there, uh, you know, uh, a year ago don't work there anymore. Hey, you know? by, I mean, by the way, jobs. the other big movie next year is going to be the, the new Batman movie. Which studio is bringing that to us? Uh, I believe I believe that's Warner. They have the DC Comics franchise. Okay. And of course, Warner now is owned by a different company, and they have an entirely new uh, CEO and an entirely new um, management and structure. And those people are movie people, and they will do what they're supposed to do with that studio and turn that thing around. I mean, we we're talking about next year. We've got a we got a great lineup just in January. I mean, the three fifty five that action picture comes out January the seventh. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the new screen reboot January the fourteenth. Yeah, baby, you know? I'm looking for it. 
And I know you want to see Morbius, which is yep. out, you know, January 28th. I mean, January is a strong, strong lineup of films. I mean, it, it, it looks really good. Top Gun is May 27th. And, of course, the new Minions movie, The Rise of Gru, <laughs> is June 22nd, you know. So, right, I mean, so there's, yeah. We'll, there's we'll get into talking about all of that the next time we get together. That's going to be in January. Matt, you and your family have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. And I'll Thank talk you. to you in the new year of 2022. Thanks so much. Yes, we sir. appreciate you, brother. Riverdale10.com. Come see us. All Merry right. Christmas. Bye-bye now. Matt uh, has done such a great job in resurrecting great movies at great theaters. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. Rick Hughes should be calling us in just a moment. We'll talk to him for the final few minutes that we've got uh, on this Sunday, or pardon me, Friday show. Uh, big thing, I, if you're like me and you like to watch Netflix and there's certain shows that you really like, and then they're going to come up with a, you know, a new season of it. You, you know, and you kind of you know, give a a reminder notice that you want, and they want you want them to get a hold of you and and uh, be in touch with you. Uh, you'll be happy about today because today is none other than the return of The Witcher. That uh, is back on Netflix uh, today, and I'm sure that I will be binging that over uh, the weekend while you're thinking about that think about david lucas financial as well you know how do you protect your savings with inflation that we're having if you were with us at the beginning of the show i talked about the cost of gasoline for me uh this year is over uh two thousand dollars more than it was last year my giving for this christmas has uh, has has been down it's going to be down a little bit this year the thing that isn't down is my tithing my tithing stays at uh, 10% and higher at all times but uh, david lucas wants you to know that when you're looking at inflation when you're looking at you know political unrest when you're looking at a government that spends like a drunken sailor that uh, what you need to do is protect what you already have and uh, gold and silver, having some of that uh, in your portfolio can help protect your assets on that IRA, 401k, and the hard-earned savings that you stuffed in your mattress. Just all you have to do is call 501-222-3315. Now, David Lucas Financial works with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country so you get direct prices uh, from a dealer that you can trust. Again, the number again to find out more about buying silver and gold, 501-222-3315. Investment advisory services offered through David Lucas Financial and Arkansas Registered Investment Advisor. And I hear, I, I see that we have a new listener joining us today on the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, Rick Hughes is here. Uh, you may have heard him on our uh, show that we carry of his on Sundays. Rick, how are you today, brother? Well, I'm fine, Dave. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Hey, do me a favor for my listeners who may not be aware of what exactly you do. Uh, explain how your life with Christ 
has made a difference in your life and what you're doing to share that and your knowledge with listeners? Well, thank you, Dave. I uh, accepted Christ when I was 22 years old, and uh, that was a long time ago, and now I'm in my 70s, but uh, I never went to church. I never was involved in church in any way whatsoever, and uh, my mother didn't go to church. I never never met my father, so I wouldn't really know who he was. But anyhow, it was through the dating with a young girl that I accepted Christ and and, uh, went back to college. I had been in University of Alabama playing football, but I quit, went down that My Way Highway. Have you ever been on that road, Dave? The uh, too, many, too many times to sit here and talk about it. Yeah, well, that's where I was when uh, when I discovered that actually God loved me. I didn't think anybody loved me. I didn't think anybody cared about me. But through that encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ and accepting him as my Savior in 1967, I uh, went back to college. I met my wife, Lydia. We uh, have four children. We live in Alabama. And I've spent the last 50 years traveling around speaking in private schools across America, as well as some public schools, until that shut down. And uh, we still speak in private schools for a week at a time, conducting what we call a spiritual emphasis week. And uh, that's five assemblies, an hour a day with the entire student body, grades 7 through 12, junior high, senior high. But we got into doing the radio show called The Flotline 16 years ago. And uh, just completely a God thing because I didn't plan on being on the radio. It never was my decision. And one thing led to another, and now we broadcast The Flotline in 113 cities across America. Fantastic. We yeah, we don't sell anything. We don't try to raise money. We don't ask for offerings. We just trust God to pay for it because we know if God's in it, he'll support it. And that's we just do our job. That's it. How many people do you run into, because I run into a lot, that do not realize how much the spiritual played in the founding of this nation? If it hadn't been for the founder's belief in the Almighty, this country wouldn't exist today. Well, that's true. A a lot of the people that I run into, the kids that I speak with at schools, they don't have a clue about that. Most of them are just concerned about who they're dating this weekend. Right. And they don't think about politics like you and I do. They don't consider that. And it's not important to them at this time in their life. We try to make it important. We try to show them how bad decisions limit future options. And that's what we do on the flight line. We teach God's 10 problem-solving devices something that I learned from my pastor years ago. And if you take them and use those 10 problem-solving devices, they'll act like a main line of resistance in your soul to stop the outside sources of adversity before they ever become the inside source of stress. And that's why we say adversity is inevitable and stress is optional. Can I tell you that you don't look like you're in your 70s? (laughs) Well, I am. I may not look like it, but I am, and and I do. Uh, I do feel like it. That's for sure. Yeah, forty five. Well, you played. You played football, and if you played football, I'm sure you're like I am. I get up in the morning and wonder, should I have played football? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I played uh, with Joe Namath and Ken Stabler at the University of Alabama with wow. Paul Barber. And uh, and I've been to your great city, Little Rock, speaking in schools. Many years ago in the 80s, I came out and spoke in some schools in Little Rock and got snowed in. It took me seven days to get out of that town. There was so much snow. Man, I got <laughs> snowed in, stuck there. Well, we need to get you back here and, uh, you know, have you uh, talk to people and 
I'd like you to talk to people other than than kids. I'd like you to talk to adults because a lot of them have been just told erroneous facts uh, while they were in school, whether it was in high school or in uh in in college and even now it's in middle school they're down in that grade level um, misleading uh, children about a whole lot of different things so kind of give us a an overview of of your show when somebody tunes in here in the morning on sunday and listen to listen to the flout line what are they going to hear well the first thing dave is we're not a political show we don't deal with politics and so uh, my job is to identify, verify, and identify God's plan for their life. And if they can hear the plan and it makes sense, they can orient and adjust on their own. They have their own volition, their own free will. They have to make that decision because the greatest decision anyone could ever make is to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And the worst decision anyone could ever make is to reject that. Yep. And, uh, and so that's the first thing you need to understand. We we don't deal with politics. We don't try to raise money. We're not trying to hustle things up. We're just trying to give out information and make our books that we've written free of charge available to those who want to study them and grow. Because what I'm looking for is, is uh, to kind of use an analogy, I'm a recruiter. I'm looking for believers that want to grow to spiritual maturity. Because as goes the life of the believer in this nation, so goes the nation. Mm-hmm. And I, I think there's a train wreck coming. I think I can hear the whistle blowing right now. I know you do. And, uh, and if we don't turn it around, there will be no free United States of America in a few years. Because what's happened is everything we used to consider evil is now called good. And everything that used to be good is now deemed evil. And that's how Satan has managed to turn things around in this country and confuse people. Well, the Bible said that's what would happen, and it has happened in our lifetime. That in itself is an amazing thing. Oh, yeah. It's, it's happened and continuing to happen. And unless people, uh, even adults, adults as well as young people, but unless they realize their spiritual life is the key to this nation surviving, then we won't survive because it's not who you elect as president or who you elect as senator. It's who you elect to serve that sustains this nation. And boy, that that in and of itself is a huge, huge point that everybody has to understand. You can't serve two masters. You either love one and hate the other or, you know, whatever, bottom line. And that, I mean, the Bible talks about money like that, but it's the same way in politics and all the rest. You can put politics above God, and you don't ever want to put politics above God. God is is the one who puts the people in the places that they need to be to to help us do what we need to do in our nation. And uh, we need to keep that in mind. Stick with me. I got to get a break in. You know how that goes since you do a a radio show as well. Rick Hughes is our guest. The fault line is on Sunday mornings, I think 7 o'clock if I'm not mistaken, right here on 101.1 FM, The Answer. Hope that you'll join us this Sunday to hear what Rick Hughes has to say. Ray, let me ask this question. I, I think that the place that you have to start when you talk to people is all people seem to be looking, quote, for the truth. You know, you, people say things now that just irritate me to no end. They'll say my truth or his truth or whatever. There's only one truth, and that's all lined up for us in the Bible and teaches us how we should live our lives and how we should approach problems and, and things of that nature. 
Is, is that where you start with your listeners? It is. We uh, One of the things that I'm concerned about is I meet thousands of people that actually love God. I mean, they're believers in, in the Lord Jesus Christ, but they don't understand the God they love. And, Very good. Uh, the Bible says, the Bible says, God says, I'm looking for those that understand me and know me. And there is a difference between knowing God and understanding God. And so I call that the protocol plan of God. It simply means that when we're talking about God, a right thing has to be done in the right way. A right thing done in the wrong way is wrong, and God won't accept it. And I give you a perfect example today, prayer. It's never wrong to pray. We should pray. The Bible tells us that. But there's a right way to pray and a wrong way to pray. And if you're praying the wrong way, your prayer may be eloquent, but it's not going to be heard nor answered. You say, where do you get that? Well, the Bible says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. So the first thing any Christian has to remember is that if we go to God in prayer with unconfessed sin in our life, that prayer is ineffective and will not be answered. And thus, we have to use problem-solving device number one, which we call rebound. And that's confessing your sin to God on a consistent basis, where the Bible says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and purify us from all wrongdoing. And so that's the first thing. We have to be sure we're in fellowship when we pray, because if we quench the Holy Spirit and grieve the Holy Spirit with unconfessed sin in our life, he can't do his job in prayer. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's you. You're right on. Can't I can't complain with you. I mean, we use on our show here on the Dave Ellswick show is that we always tell people that it's the Bible that is the final say on everything and that you have a physical side, you have a mental side, but you have a spiritual side as well. And you better get the spiritual side straightened out first because the other two, the other two will follow behind that. It's not that the the spiritual side is going to follow behind the other two that I just mentioned. Spirituality, as far as, and I'm talking about, a, you know, a knowledge of the saving power of Jesus Christ. You don't buy the whole uh, malarkey of them telling us that you can get to heaven through any any God that that you want to call up, uh, call upon. If you go back to the very first rule of my show about truth, you know that Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except by me. So you got to start there. And uh, I attend a church that believes that. Uh, it, it, it's a growing and vibrant church. Uh, we had over 700 conversions this last year. It's it's fantastic. It's alive. The Holy Spirit is working and it's making things change in um, our community because people are thinking different. When you when you meet the living God, you change, don't you? Yeah, absolutely, you do. And uh, sorry, I don't mean I to take I don't mean to take up your your preaching uh, from you on that. Well, I mean, it happened to me when I when I uh, accepted Christ as my Savior. My friends noticed the change. As a matter of fact, one of my best buddies came by the apartment one night at about 1 o'clock in the morning, and, and uh, he said, I don't know what's happened to you, but I need it. Ah, and good. Said, but what the thing that I'm talking about, Dave, is mechanics. When I played football, they gave you a playbook, and you had to learn the plays. And I don't care how big you were, how fast you were, how strong you were. If you didn't know the plays, you weren't going to play for Bear Bryant. 
And so God has mechanics. People rarely think about that. And that's what I'm talking about when I say a right thing must be done in the right way. I heard you mention giving. Giving has to be done in the right way or it winds up being wood, hay, and stubble, according to the Bible in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. And that's when you give with unconfessed sin in your life. Yep. When you give out of the flesh. It doesn't work. That doesn't glorify God when you do that. And so that's where we've fallen short. We've, we've, sold, we've sold out mechanics and we've gone to emotions. And unfortunately, a lot of preachers have become performers. And that's not what we need. We need pastor teachers that will communicate the Word of God accurately and in depth so that we can learn the mechanics of the plan of God and thus glorify Jesus Christ by replicating his life in us, thinking like he thinks, having what we call divine viewpoint, not human viewpoint. I'm going to ask you one last question, and because it's going to take you probably five minutes to answer it, and that is, how do you talk to people that go, go to church and they allow the, quote, truth of the world and they grasp it and say, that must be the truth about this, like political correctness or talking about uh, critical race theory or whatever, or just the word justice. You know, I mention on my show quite often that you can be using the same words that Satan himself are using, but you're speaking out of different dictionaries. Our view as Christians of justice is totally different than a secular view of justice. But the secular view of justice seems to be infiltrating the church. How do we keep that from happening? Well, what you have to remember is the what the righteousness of God rejects, the justice of God judges. There's no doubt that the essence of God is righteousness, justice, love, eternal life, immutability, veracity, omnipotence, omniscience, omnipresence, and others. But God is justice, and therefore the Supreme Court of Heaven is open 24 hours a day, and nobody is getting away with anything. And that's what people have to remember when they get all hot and bothered over who the president is or what kind of decision he's making. They forget that Romans 13 says no one could be president if God didn't allow him to be president. That's right. And so God allowed who we have in office for a reason. I believe that reason is probably what you do. I believe it's to wake us up. It's to discipline us. And I'm not happy with who's in office currently. But again, (laughs) I'm not a politician. Right. And my job is to lift up Jesus Christ, and he will draw men to himself. That's all I try to do in our radio show is teach the mechanics of God, lift up Christ to those that don't know him, and hopefully find somebody that says, you know, like I've gotten hundreds of letters that say this. They say, I've been going to church a long time, but I never understood that before. No one ever made that plain. I remember one time I was in Tennessee speaking, and the head of the TBI, Tennessee Bureau of Investigation, told me these words. He said, you know, you didn't tell me anything I haven't heard before, but you put it in a way I've never heard it put before. And that's to explain the mechanics of God to a way that makes sense to people other than just using cliches like, let God have it, brother. I'll pray about it, brother. Turn it over to the Lord, brother. Mm-hmm. Well, what the heck does all that mean? And how, what's the mechanics of doing that stuff? And, and that's what I'm looking for, people that are hungry to learn the mechanics of the Christian life so they can actually replicate the life of Christ. Rick Hughes, 7 o'clock, Sunday mornings, right here, 1011 FM, The Answer. And uh, I'm glad to share some time with you on the air today. Uh, Brother, I appreciate your time here uh, for my listeners on the Dave Ellswick Show. Let's do this again 
real soon. How about that? Thank you, Dave. I appreciate you having me on your show. I enjoyed it uh, tremendously. Good morning and take care. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. That's Rick Hughes. The Flout Line. Sundays at 7 a.m. right here on 101.1 FM, The Answer. Don't, you know, check it out this this week and see what you think. A lot of you are going to be up on that early on a Saturday anyway. Uh, I am because I'm getting ready to come in and do my show at 9 o'clock. Well, no, I take that back. That's Sundays. I'm up getting ready to go to church. <laughs> That's, I'm going to tune in and listen and listen to his show this weekend and see what he has to say. Anyway, the flout line is at 7 a.m. this coming uh, Sunday, so don't miss that. For Monday on the Dave Ellswick Show, we'll get together, as we always do, at 6 a.m. The power panel will be here. It'll be their last uh, time on for this year. And because uh, coming up, we'll be taking some time off on the Dave Ellswick Show. You know, we'll uh, be off next Friday uh, because it's Christmas Eve and then the following uh, Friday as we go into the New Year celebration. And then we'll be off Monday following that week and those weekends as well. So just keep it tuned here. I'll keep you in, 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 in up to date. But when I'll be here and when I won't. But when we get together, it'll be a time that you don't want to miss. You have a great weekend. Going to be a lot of rain later on tonight. Know that. They're saying maybe a little over an inch overnight. But then the rain will move out during tomorrow. And the cold air is coming. I mean, they're looking at a low on Monday morning of 25 degrees. Going to be cold. Going to feel a lot colder than it does right now where it's about 65 degrees out. All right, have a great day. I'll talk to you on Monday, 6 a.m. J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.